0: All right, so let's uh, receive tithes and offerings. Go with me to 1 Corinthians twelve seven. You know, uh, the offering is part of our worship. And so I'm grateful, I'm sure you are too, that our pastor takes the time, again, every week to minister to us on heaven's economics and how we can, um, we're excited about offering time because it's our opportunity to sow. Who would not be excited about making an investment in their own future? You could even be selfish and be correct. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait for offering time because I need more. I'm sewing for me. Even if that was your only thought, that's, that's a good place to start. We don't want to leave you there, but at least you could start there. Some people struggle with offering, but I'm like, woohoo, hurry up and get done singing and let's get to the offering. Because I need a bigger harvest. So pastor speaks much on this verse, 1 Corinthians twelve seven. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. The manifestation of the spirit means the exhibition. It's something that, that you're going to see. It's going to show up. I, I like to say it like this. The Holy Spirit shows up and shows out. He's visible. He doesn't have a bodily form, but what he's doing becomes visible to us, not himself, but the the acts of the Holy Ghost are visible. So it says the manifestation of the spirit or the, the acts of the Holy Ghost are given to every man to profit, to profit. If you're thinking that profit means only money, that's just one small arena. Now, as far as tithes and offerings, that's one of the arenas, but the word "withal" means in spite of. In spite of your lack of education, in spite of the economy, in spite of the taxes, in spite of who's in governmental office, in spite of the wages that your boss has decided to pay you. It means in spite of any circumstance, the manifestation of the spirit is given to profit every man. But whether we profit or not is up to us or God. Us. You guys are so sharp, quick, rich, and good looking. The manifestation means this, the act of disclosing what is secret, unseen, or obscure. How many of you feel like you need the Holy Ghost to show you what you can't see? That's called revelation knowledge. Discovery to the eye or the understanding, the exhibition of anything by clear evidence, display as the manifestation of God's power in creation or redemption. The word prophet means to proceed forward. So although this is an offering message, the manifestation of the spirit is present when we put faith with our offering to profit us, to move us forward. It's a spiritual transaction if you apply faith. If you put your offering in the bucket as, oh, this is a ritual rule, I just have to do it and no faith is applied, then you made a business transaction, and that doesn't have the manifestation of the Spirit to add profit to you, which is to move you forward. Amen? So, the manifestation of the Spirit is present, especially during the offering. Jesus sat at the temple and watched how they brought their offering. Although he could see how much in some cases, he, he took note of how, in what manner of heart, of mind, that they brought that. So the, the, the Spirit of God is always hovering over our giving. Um, it's, the manifestation of the Spirit is given, not earned by us, but on our part, the prophet won't come unless we recognize it. If we bypass those opportunities, many people come into worship and they just think, well, it's the song service. So I'll just show up late, I'll get my coffee, I'll use the bathroom, and if I miss it, it's okay, because it was a song service. Worship took down the walls of Jericho. (laughs) They were so thick that they ran chariot races on the top of them. Anybody got walls in their life that feel thicker than Jericho? So the first place the manifestation of the spirit brings profit to your life is when you rush in here as soon as you can and enter right in because we don't have time to waste because I need the manifestation of the spirit on the worship uh, to to begin to profit me, move me forward. How about just moving me out of my own uh, frivolous thoughts into his thoughts? So the offering is just the next opportunity, if you miss the uh, worship service, to get you profiting. Um, so in the natural, I had an opportunity one time. Somebody came to me. I was working in the cosmetology industry. I had my own business, but they wanted me to buy theirs. And I said, where's your P&L? They may know what a P&L, profit and loss statement is? They didn't have one. First bad sh- sign that you wouldn't want to be interested in that business. <laughs> but in the salon industry, if you do everything perfect, you make a 7% profit. When my own business already had 40%. So 40 minus seven didn't sound like a good deal to me. Yeah. So I'm like, no, thank you. I'm already doing far, far better than 7%. So God has profit for us, not loss. Um, There is a reduction, and I put that in quotes, that will profit you. In other words, people sometimes think that when the Holy Spirit is leading them, if you look at things in the natural, like, I don't have any money, so why would I give? It will reduce me. So many times, what appears to be a reduction is actually not a reduction. It's a repositioning that moves you forward, but we want to look at it as in the natural and go, no, that's backwards or that's sideways. So when God took us from Florida to go to Tulsa and we had to sell our home and everything we owned and give away our business to have zero income, start over, and have double the expenses, did that seem to be a reduction? But was it? Okay. So we were able to the profit and move forward in that. So when God said your time in Tulsa is up after 9 years and now you're going to go to Chicago, we got to have another time to decide whether we thought that was a reduction or it was the manifestation of the spirit. I took a $50,000 loss in pay and our expenses tripled. Woohoo! Good times ahead. Yeah, that looked like a reduction, and I gave up my business and started in a new uh, arena for minimum wage, 40 dollars an hour to 8,50 an hour. Good times. Yeah. And so uh, it was not a reduction, it was a repositioning. So when God had us uh, go from Chicago to Florida, we took a $100,000 loss on our house. We didn't know anybody, didn't want to move to Florida. I am willing and obedient by faith, but if God asked me where I want to live, this would not be anywhere in the top 5,000 yeah, places, Okay, <laughs> but he's not interested in your opinion or your, or your thoughts on that, so uh, you have to trust him. Gideon took 10,000 men, which was all he had, and went out to war against 135,000, and God said, you know what? We need to reduce this amount. It's too many. But you know what? God was reducing, not the amount. He reduced the weak, the feeble-minded, the distracted, the lack of diligence, the lack of skill. And interestingly enough, that amount was 9,700 men that fell into that category. And only the strong, the diligent, the faithful left because he tested them by how they drank water. 300. God's like, okay, that's more than enough. Because God's the God of more than enough. He didn't say that was sufficient. That's more than enough, 300. Now watch me watch me nay-nay. Laughter <laughs> So, when the Spirit causes us to profit, He causes us to have what we did not have before. But if we're not careful and we look through natural eyes and we listen to man's natural words and we don't trade our thoughts for God's thoughts and line our thoughts up with the Word, we will think it's reduction and miss it and wander around in the wilderness for 40 years and then try to say God led you out there. Well, if He did, remember the deal you don't get to eat. When people don't get to eat, they hurry on out of that wilderness experience. So uh, with all means, obviously, when the spirit's involved and you're obeying, there's going to be profit. So never step back from following the spirit because sacrifices will be involved. So there's always going to be sacrifices involved in your giving, but you'll get to the place where you just go. Yes, I have enough for my needs, but Lord, I don't have enough for the plan here, so I'm going to move it. Smith Wigglesworth said, when the spirit doesn't move, I'll move the spirit. And many people don't understand that. They think that just meant stepping out in your flesh. No, let me just see what Joyce Meyer said. What do I have around here to sew? Because things aren't moving fast enough. So if i got to get off the couch and sit on the floor, then this couch is going out. Because I'm going to find seed because I'm a sower, and God says He gives seed to the sower. So I remember that Brother Copeland was referencing the very first time he got a hold of tithing under Oral Roberts. He was an employee of Oral Roberts, and having to sit in the meetings, he did not have a dime. He filled out a pledge for $10. And that was a lot of money because you're talking over 50 years ago. And uh, he, so he, had to, uh, br- he broke the pencil in half and put the pencil in because he didn't even have $1 for that pledge. And a woman rushed up to him and said, the Lord told me to give you $10. He said, give me that. He threw it in there and took the pencil back. <laughs> and that began, we, people are like, well, how does Brother Copeland have what he has today? Just like that seed faith. So there's nothing, we can never say, Lord, we don't have enough to give. I'm not even talking about tithes. Tithes are normal. That's what we bring to God. That's his part. That rebukes the devour. That's part of our covenant. We're talking about bringing our tithes and our offerings. So you always want every Sunday, it's not just special occasions or Christmas or Easter or a missions offering. Every Sunday, Lord, what do, what do I have to offer you? Because everything that I have is from you anyway. So what, what shall I bring today? Amen? Amen. All right. So you want to get your offering ready? bring that before the Lord ushers are you ready to serve the people does anybody need an envelope where's mine pastor do you want to come pray over here hallelujah good word huh yeah amen good word So I had a dream last night. I dreamed that I was in a room full of people, and I was teaching them. They asked me to teach people how to win souls. And I thought, wow. And so I had a totally different message that I was going to take. And so I'm going to teach you all this morning about soul winning. And then Pastor Marie reminded me next Saturday is soul winning. So I'm going. I'm going to go win some souls. And I invite all you all to come with me if you want to. But uh, I'm just going to decide to get some rewards in heaven. Praise God. Amen. I kind of need some more. Mm -hmm. And remember I said more. I need some more. Praise God. Amen. Because I know I have some rewards in heaven. I just need some more. Amen. Amen. Are you all ready to give? Hallelujah.